Each week on the New Hope Podcast, you'll hear messages and stories that are built on the bedrock of God's truth and discover practical ways to apply the gospel to your life and relationships. Thanks for listening and being a part of the New Hope family. Good day. Welcome to Deep Dive. I am Jason Collins here with Pastor Keith. Yes, once again. Good to see you, sir. Another <laughs> yeah. great Sunday we mm-hmm. had yesterday, and uh, we're talking in, continue our, our series, our series on navigating mm-hmm. life, yeah. and uh, we got into the topic of navigating doubt yep. yesterday. So, yep. well, first of all, I want to say we were talking about just all the people that have been tuning in uh-huh. and checking us out, and yesterday I got to have lunch with someone, and they said they've been watching us and, oh, cool. and uh, appreciating mm-hmm. the, the new video podcast right. and even just this morning someone stopped by the office and said they got to check it out so that's very good we know no many new people are checking this out and continue yeah. sharing it with your family and your friends yeah. and we know that god is wanting to use this to honor him and uh, to bring us closer to him as we yep. seek his seek his name so Go deeper on it yeah. absolutely continue to dive deep yeah yeah All right. so talking about doubt we're mm-hmm. gonna do a couple things here let's okay. define Doubt first. What are we talking about when we're talking about yeah. doubt? So, so doubt to me, when especially when it comes to my faith in Christ, is uh, another word might be uncertainty. Mm. So it's not that you're denying Christ or necessarily walking away from Him. I'm not, you know, I don't go from a believer to an atheist overnight, and I'm walking away from my faith. But it's typically these things that creep in, whether it's uh, circumstances that put a stress point on you and you're confused. Uh, or you, you just don't know, or you're just uncertain, and, and it makes you look at even Christ sometimes and wonder, okay, is he who he says he is? Is he who I thought he was? Mm. What do I really believe? Sometimes we have doubts because we've never really dug deep enough to um, be able to express and understand why we believe mm-hmm. who Christ is. We've mm-hmm. not really done that. We've just kind of floated along mm-hmm. uh, on a sh- more shallow version of who of Jesus and because I've been told that yeah it must be true yeah. kind of deal so there's probably varying levels yeah. then it, of exactly doubt. right and so yeah. you've got you talk about the situational things where it may be causing some serious doubt yeah. of Christ and his that he is God that he right. is king and of his salvation mm-hmm. uh, from whatever reason that might be maybe right. some past hurts or trauma or maybe yeah. just some difficulty believing in certain things yeah um, yeah. But then in talking about Christians who might be prone to doubt, even Christians themselves. Yes. And I, I think, Jason, there's a difference between honest doubt. And that's the word I kept using yes. yesterday because I think that honest is a critical word there. There's a difference between honest doubt and stubborn disbelief, looking mm. at uh, why uh, there the, all the multitude of reasons Jesus gives us for placing our faith in him, looking yeah. at it all and refusing Gotcha. Essentially, to believe what's right in front of you. So disbelief. Um, disbelief a little bit different from what different. I would say doubt. Yeah. And I would even put another you know word stubborn disbelief. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, on yeah. that to kind of distinguish a little bit between yeah. those two things. Honest doubt's not a bad thing. Yeah. We think it's taboo in some of our homes or church sometimes, but it should not be. Yeah. So so believers who have experienced yeah. and have moments where they right. begin to have doubt of what's yeah what's in front of them what they're facing because yeah. of what they're seeing and right. experiencing and and the situation mm-hmm. that we get into in, in god's word is with thomas yes in john chapter 20 and, and just uh, funny the, the poor slob right I mean, oh goodness i mean yeah, yeah. Got, well, the, got the nickname for the rest of his life doubting yeah. thomas yeah. yeah and funny enough <laughs> i don't I, would, I want to put this out there and see what yeah. people think but i think and i don't uh-huh. know i didn't do any research yeah. on this but 
the movie Polar Express. Uh-huh. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I know we're in this heat wave right now, and it's kind of <laughs> hard to imagine Christmas right. and cold weather. Right. But the character of the boy, we're not ever given a name, but we could maybe call him Thomas oh, in, the, yeah. in the movie. But he has this moment of doubt where he has believed right. in Santa, you know, right. if you will. And then he has this moment of doubt, and then he goes through this experience much like what right. we're going to huh. read that I've Thomas I've never made that equation. Yeah, it's interesting, right? So look, go look it up and see what you think. See if it yeah. could be written after the, right. uh, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, let's read through yep. and see what Thomas uh, discovers and and uh, experiences for himself in, in John chapter 20, beginning in verse 24. Mm-hmm. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, yes. saying that right? Didymus, mm-hmm. one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came, so that other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later... His disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. believed. Yeah, Thomas had experienced the death of Jesus, right. gone through the whole entire scenario, seen people scatter, his mm-hmm. maybe colleagues or right. friends, and all scatter, and right. was in this place of probably hurt yeah, and himself. Yeah, fear, a whole and lot fear. of fear. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, so this is an instance where his circumstances, and I think that ha- that's what happens a lot mm. of times, uh, circumstances, uh, challenging times, trigger the doubt. Yeah. Uh, or make you just kind of wonder, get shaky, um, you know, and it, that's why faith is a one day, one step at a time thing. Yes. Not yeah. a, I'm going to always have faith in a smooth ride. We were talking last week about situational anxiety. Right. How those moments can cause anxiety in our life, those, yeah. those individual moments, and maybe now those moments now leading to some doubt, some questions. Yeah, absolutely. And he even says to his friends, unless I see with my eyes yeah. and touch with my hands, I will not believe. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and I pointed it out Sunday, mm-hmm. the, between those two words, see, the disciple says we've seen him. Yeah. And then Thomas says, I will not believe unless I see two different terms, interesting, mm-hmm. that John, the gospel writer, uses. The one Thomas uses means not just to see visually like we would typically think, but to actually explore, dig into, really examine. Investigate, yeah, examine, yeah. yeah. So he was saying, I've not been there when you were and you saw him mm-hmm. to his friends. Uh, so I need to take a journey of, of kind of discovering. So mm-hmm. I would say, again, we were talking a while ago, there's a difference between honest doubt and stubborn disbelief. Mm-hmm. Thomas clearly was not on the path of stubborn disbelief. He was right. just on a trail of honest doubt. Yeah, he had seen with his eyes right. Jesus dying. Right. And and he had experienced that. And yep. so he was wanting to have that same experience yep. to see and to touch yeah, that the disciples said that they had just said, "Well, I need to see, I no need doubt. to touch. Yeah, I need to. I want to have that same experience right. that you had." And you you talked yesterday about that seeing, coming to a full understanding, right? The same understanding that you have, right? Mean, having investigated and discovered yep. and, and ex- explored, yeah. right? Uh, and uh, that same that Jesus is alive, yeah, and that he's right. uh, the same. The scars are there, and the holes are there, and 
Yeah. He's alive. He He's says, he real. says who right. he says he is. Right. Um, and so uh, what do we do then? So you talked about, first of all, we need to choose to mm-hmm. acknowledge that we have some honest doubt at right. times. And, and right. all of us are prone to that, prone to that. And whenever we have that moment of being honest with ourselves, and I'm really doubting this, mm-hmm. we can go to others right. as he well, was going to. And I would say both, yeah. two, two categories of honest doubt. So yeah. acknowledge your honest doubt when it occurs, but I think that it also allow others Yes. To acknowledge their honest doubt. Don't make it taboo to have doubts. Absolutely. Because you cut you cut off an opportunity for faith to go go deeper. Yeah. Um. And and it's we're fearful of the journey for some reason. Uh. And and so I, a lot of times when we I think judge people yeah. judge other believers for having any sort of doubts in regard to their faith. I think when we're judging them, that says a whole lot more about our faith than it does about theirs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That we have some insecurities that we're in denial about, maybe. Well, there's even a flippant old saying, oh, ye of little faith. Right. I mean, we would say that flippantly to someone else. And sometimes we try to be comical with it, but maybe... But yeah, there's a little bit of judgment within there. How can 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 you doubt? And so it could say something about ourself and what's going on with us. And and I think especially a context that's important is parents. Yes. And and you know that in the student world, uh, how many kids go off to college Mm -hmm. and they begin drifting way back according to studies in sixth grade when we're not grounding them in a solid faith and they get to college and and their faith means virtually nothing. Yes. That's probably because it was never their faith is my guess. And so sometimes it's in an environment where parents are just afraid. They care yeah. about their kids. It's not that, but they're just afraid to mm-hmm. even talk through doubts. Yes, yeah. To let the kid grow. Absolutely. I think they really liken us to what we talked about yes last week of mm-hmm. the social media. Yeah. They begin to have all this influx of information from right. so many other sources that yeah. it's difficult to compare and offset that. Yeah. But we can't be afraid. We have to do no, that as parents. you got to build the foundation. Yeah. We right. can't be afraid of their doubts first, right. like you said. Right. In, in a way, them having doubts and asking those questions is encouraging because they're asking questions. Yes. They're ready to discuss it. Exactly. They're ready to dialogue about right. it. Um, there was an example that I read, I think uh, you mentioned as well, a situation where someone was uh, afraid to go to their parents to say, I have doubt, I'm having a doubt about this. And mm-hmm. they were fearful of going to their parents and even in tears mm-hmm. uh, to go to their parent about that. And so um, one, it, don't be afraid of that situation and say, right. why, why are you doubting and almost chastising them? Exactly. Yeah. Parents ought to be sitting in an atmosphere where yeah. their kids are not afraid. Exactly. It's not even a thought to be afraid yeah. to have a conversation. So Grab yeah. hold of that environment. Yes. Grab hold of that situation. Get that exactly. child. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let me know your questions. Right. Let's let's look through this together. Yes. Um, Timothy Keller wrote, taking the time and effort to answer hard questions gives believers the opportunity to deepen their own faith right. while creating the possibility that doubtful people may become open yeah. to the joy of Christianity. So it's right. it's important not just be not to not be afraid of of answering questions of doubt for their sake uh-huh. but even for our own sake it's exactly deep in it helps our you own grow it helps yeah. parents grow absolutely example, in this context yeah. absolutely yeah and, uh, there's some we talked about some great resources last week with mm-hmm. access there's some great books as well uh one website is uh, gotquestions.org yeah any question you might think of, they're going to have on that website and a great resource to go to for an immediate question yep. and answer. But there's some great books of uh, The Case for Christ right. uh, by Strobel, The Reason for God by Timothy right. Keller. So there's some great books. And, of course, there's the classic Mere Christianity with yes. C.S. Lewis as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So some great resources yeah. and for for parents of kids of all ages. Right. They've, they've uh, um, written specifically for certain ages right. of kids there. Yeah. So absolutely some great yes. resources. So there's opportunities there for us as parents to not shy away. Yeah. Uh, and to give into the fear of. of talking about doubt with our kids but right. to to be I agree to develop our own faith right. to grow our own faith so that we might feel comfortable and, right. and discuss it yeah parents aren't out there on an island exactly they're not alone by any means to to deal with if your kids are having these and you not you know not, personally i would assume as a parent you you probably should assume they're gonna have doubt somewhere yeah instead of assuming they're not yeah so, well, to make their faith their own, they've got right. to ask questions. Exactly. Why am I doing, believing this, saying right. this, praying this, singing this? Yeah. Uh, exactly. A- asking all those questions so that it becomes your faith. Right. Absolutely. Yes. It's is a healthy thing. Yes. It's just it's not talking. We're not talking about the what was the word you used? The disbelief. The stubborn disbelief. Stubborn disbelief. Yeah. yeah. That's where it definitely gets very fearful. Yeah. Sure. Some people. But, some people will choose to be in general we'll, mm-hmm. we'll choose to look at Christ and the proof of Jesus and um, who he claimed to be yeah and they're they're gonna choose stubborn disbelief there's no doubt that that happens um, but that's a personal choice yeah. they're gonna make uh, and it's I mean looking at the truth right in front of you and still because that happened when Jesus was on earth when yeah. he came he performed miracles and fulfilled prophecies and did all kinds of stuff he gave plenty people plenty of reasons to believe. Some and yet, did, yeah. and yet some chose not yeah. to. That's yeah. still alive and well. If we do find ourselves in that situation where we have a loved one that right. is in a stubborn disbelief place, yeah. our goal shouldn't change. Yeah, our no. our patience, our yeah. love, our, our persistence yeah. shouldn't change. And in, in that case, and, and yeah. all of us have the, some family tree yes. where that's probably the case, um, I would say the don't choose not to argue yeah i mean even if they try to engage you and i'm matter of fact i'm gonna talk about confrontation a week after next um don't don't choose to get drawn into a fight yeah. but if they want to have a, a legitimate conversation keep the door open yeah and, and pray i mean ultimately it comes down to what god's spirit does in their lives and hearts yeah. not what we can do yeah I was telling a couple of parents that we're in it for the long game here. Right. This is not going to be a quick answer or a quick no. resolve, but we're in, it, we're in it for the long game. That means we're going to the one that's going to be here even right. longer. That's right. Uh, for the yep. source for that. So yep. awesome. So acknowledging the honest doubt. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we're going to choose to work through. Work through it. Yeah. yeah. You can't can't work through what you don't see first. So, yeah. yeah. And so in working through that, he, he sees Jesus show up. Right. He has his experience mm-hmm. of seeing and touching and, and knowing, and that leads to the belief. Right. right. He has that moment. And so. Yeah, and I love the fact that Jesus came in with peace, not, yeah. not uh, a club. Yes. And start, he didn't start con- condemning and all that stuff. He yeah. came in uh, and just met him where he was. Yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of moments elsewhere. elsewhere where the disciples again had doubt yeah. and didn't believe in, right. in the midst of the storms and, and yeah, all this, and, exactly and, right. and still, he lets them know that they're doubting, mm-hmm. but but no condemnation. Yeah, and even Peter had impulsive <laughs> yeah. believing, and he walked right. out on the water. Well, good for him; he walked out on the water. <laughs> but yeah, he began to sink. Yes. he hadn't really it had not developed. Yeah, but, but it developed when he had to look up and say. And I saw don't the any hand. Other options. Yeah. And saw Jesus' hand yes. to raise him up out of the water. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you, we're, we can have those moments when we choose to work through it. Right. 
to work through it on his faith by by seeking his peace and, yeah. and knowing that his peace is going to be there. Yes. And we talked also again. I keep mentioning last week, but we talked about the peace that transcends it's all understanding. Understanding right? that's that same peace yeah. that he's bringing to us um, to uh, to show us that he is real. Right. Uh, and beyond all unbelief. Right. That we'll come to a place where we will say. And Peter said, Peter, (laughs) Thomas says this, my Lord and my God. And you talk about the differences that there between my Lord and my God and why he says both. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you put the two words together in scripture, it's, it's obviously, it's pointing to Jesus as God. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, And, and by the way, you've got to think through that because culturally with the Jews or anybody, it was absolutely crazy to ever refer to a human being as God. Mm. But yet here Thomas is, and he finally has arrived, maybe even farther down the road than some of the other disciples, quite mm-hmm. honestly. But mm-hmm. he didn't just say God, as we pointed out yesterday. He said Lord, yeah. which is much more personal in nature. It says, I'm going to give you control of my life one day at a time. I'm going to follow mm. where you lead me, yeah. not lead us, but me. Yeah. And so it was a very personal moment and intense, no doubt. There was yeah. that moment of worship. Y- yeah. You are my God, right. my king. And yes. I'm going to follow you anywhere. Yeah, it's much. It's that not just personal a, a ethereal God in the sky, you know, that you pray to yeah. abstractly. It's I'm going to follow you. Yeah, whatever this means. And by the way, the disciples, when they followed Jesus after this fact, and of course Pentecost, the whole bit, he, the God Spirit empowered them. Uh, it wasn't like life became a bed of roses after that. <laughs> right. Uh, right. They met some real challenges, yes. and even some of them died for their faith. Uh, in Christ, but they would do no other once yeah. they really engaged their, in Christ and saw Him as Lord and God. Mm-hmm. Life would never be the same. Yes. So, yeah. so my last deep God question is: yeah. Thomas has this experience where he believed, and does it? What kind of experience do you think we need to believe, or is it going to be an experience for mm-hmm. all of us that we will all come to a place where we can move past yeah. the doubt? Is it going to be an experiential thing? Uh, it can with, be, yeah. yeah. Is there is there going to be a combination of, of so, different things? So I, w- I would say two things. I would say first of all, don't don't make your foundation experiential. Make it truth. Mm-hmm. So keep looking at the truth in yes. God's word about Christ, who He has proven again, who who He claims to be, why we believe that the Bible mm-hmm. is what it is. There's all kinds of uh, what we categorize as apologetics sometimes, yes. defense yes. of the faith, um, archaeology. I mean, you can go on and on and on. To, there's plenty of reasons, foundation to believe in Christ. So start with truth. Yeah. Make that your foundation, and then experience often will come. Yes. But when you and I base our our decisions on experiences, that's like basing your um, your life on feelings. Mm-hmm. Feelings mm-hmm. can go crazy for all kinds of reasons and yeah. can lead you to the wrong places. So you got to always start with truth. Begin so, with truth. Yes. Begin with truth and then see how you begin yeah. then to experience Christ. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Just one day at a time. Yeah. Take one day at a time and do it in community. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't don't doubt on on your own and all by yourself yes. and isolated and ashamed that you even have doubts. Yeah. Get Find a community of believers that are trying to grow with you and they'll walk with you through uh, through the doubts that you're having. Absolutely. It might even be apparent yes. that you're uh, willing to admit to that you're right. having these doubts we encourage you to do that yes absolutely uh, or it might be a friend it might be a co-worker it might be yeah. someone in your hope group your small group yeah. ministry it might be a pastor right and but some kids may not have a uh, bully a believer parent yeah. or believing 
somebody that's a follower of Christ uh-huh. in their home, that they'll have to find a source in the church, hopefully, in a local church yeah. that has people willing to walk with them. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. but and don't I, do it alone. Don't do it alone. Yeah. Begin with truth. Seek out yeah. the truth right. first, and then see how that leads yeah. to, to experience. One step, one day at a time. That the truth is the truth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, today itself. and forever. Yes, yeah, always. Yeah, it's yeah. always like the my favorite illustration is gravity. I mean, again, I may feel like Peter Pan, and I could jump off the roof of this uh, worship center. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is, no, I'm not. And I'm going to hit the ground every time. I yeah. can flap my arms as much as I want and wish I were. I could fly, but it's not the reality. Right, right. So a truth grounds you in reality. It doesn't ground you in wishful thinking. Yeah. So, so wherever you find yourself on that level of, of doubt, uh, uh, know that as you begin to seek truth, right. as we see in the example of John's gospel here, the truth is going to show up. Yeah, and it's going to take our and I think you, this was the quote that you used at the end of your sermon. It's going to take our struggling mm-hmm. doubt, our struggling faith, and it's right. going to help that transform that into a Something stabilized, stronger, yeah, a stabilized faith, a stronger faith on yeah. the other side of it. No absolutely, doubt about it. Yeah. even if it's not our doubt, but someone that we love, it's right. going to do the same thing for I us. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and we pray that for you. We pray yeah. that for all of us that uh, in all of our moments of doubt that we would navigate. Through truth, yeah, to experience Christ, navigate your doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, and always. Uh, we continue to dive through this series and right. look forward to seeing you back again. Yeah, uh, in week two after weeks. next. Yeah, week after next, we'll talk about navigating confrontation. Uh, confrontation, getting back yeah. into the communication. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Pastor, and uh, we'll see you in in two weeks. And listener, we'll see you again next time as well. As always, if you have any questions about the things that we talk about with doubt or anxiety or anything else, put the message there in the social media. We'd love to see how we can connect with you on these topics. But we look forward to seeing you again next time. Have a great day.